You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we're going to give you some tips about pivoting for profit and helping us is Jana Usselton of JanaUsselton.com. And Jana, thank you so much for coming here and joining me today. Well, I'm super excited and cannot wait. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So we actually just officially met right before we started the recording, um, but one of her team members had reached out. And when I learned what they did, I knew that it was going to be a good fit. So Jana actually built a home staging business. And if you guys know my story, I used to be a professional home organizer and have a business called Clutter Control. So those two things kind of go hand in hand. But anyway, you can read about her bio in the show notes. We'll put all the information down there. But Jana, why don't you dive in and tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah. So um, like many people started out corporate America and was just kind of doing the same thing, right? Letting really being in, I would say the passenger seat of my life. And so I decided, you know what, this is uh, not my dream. Um, And we actually had a home, my husband and I, that would not sell. Um, We had an offer immediately. We moved out and then all of a sudden the offer fell through here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it was sitting on the market empty. And so I asked my agent at the time, this was early 2000s, what if I bring some furniture back into this home so it's not so empty? And he said, you mean staging? (laughs) I said, yeah, I guess. I'd never even heard of the term. He said, well, try it out. And we had two offers in two weeks, um, and I was sold. So that was my new, uh, I would say, pivot to to passion and profit, Um, you know, fast forward almost 20 years later, and we have an industry association. We still have our Model My Home staging business today. Um, We've staged um, and helped over 6,000 homes. Um, And my teams are out today even doing vacant properties. Um, So it's one of those things where you, you find a dream, you find a passion, and it just became a reality. It didn't happen overnight, but uh, we have enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you had mentioned pivoting. So we've all done that. You and I were just talking, I've been in business for five years. Technically, I've only been active for four years. The first year was kind of like, hey, I'm going to start an LLC. Cool. But I have literally pivoted like three different times. I have three DBAs under my LLC, like craziness. But um, so let's kind of talk about maybe some of those pivots that you've made in your business and how you've kind of made sure that the passion and the profit was still there, even though you're kind of pivoting and changing. Well, you know, it started out, I mean, same thing, right? You don't know what you're doing. There's uh, there's books, of course, on business, but um, I knew that I wanted this to be something that would last forever. I mean, I knew this was my calling, I guess, in the marketplace. And so, um, 
it wasn't until I had mentors pouring into my life that said, Jana, you need to duplicate yourself. And that was a hard pivot for me to think about, okay, well, this is my name, my brand, my company. If something goes wrong, um, then it's on me. But I believed more in the dream that we could help more people if it were not just myself doing it. And so my first big book that was recommended to me was, um, was uh, Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. And it basically talked about how do you duplicate yourself uh, and and really, you know, build a brand. And out of that, the rest, like I said, was history. I started training and trusting people and pivoting back into, even though I loved to be doing um, production and out in the field staging, I knew that I was more profitable if I were back in the office doing marketing and sending the teams out. So that was really our big first pivot. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I think that's a huge one for people is when you want to step into that kind of like CEO role and be in charge of a lot of things, but not have to do all of the things, right? Um, And you have to have a lot of systems and processes to be able to do that and have plans and people and ways to track all of that. So, so maybe some of the tips that you might have for business owners as they're starting to kind of make these pivots and make sure they're pivoting the right direction, I guess. And like, how do you kind of navigate that area or kind of help people through that? Yeah, well, you know, it is first, where is your passion? And when it comes to like the 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 services or the products that you are selling or you're offering to the marketplace, now it's just a math equation. You've got to do the math and you have to say, what, um, who are my ideal clients with the services that I want to offer and where is the most value? And that means that is you're going to be able to charge the most. And so you've got to figure out the value. You've got to figure out uh, how you can charge and then where your profit margins are and then let that really dictate your pivots. Okay, maybe I love to do one service, but it's not as profitable as another service that I like just as well. We can get, you know, it, because the the marketplace wants it, you know, we're having to literally even pivot today on what services that we're offering because people want to go online. You know, they can't necessarily, we can't be in everyone's home. So we're having to say, okay, what does uh, today's client need And how do we make that happen? Because it is more profitable, um, you know, when we can go online, we're not driving to people's properties and all that good stuff. Yeah, no, that's been definitely a pivot that I'm glad that I did a while ago, obviously, to kind of prepare for this. My business has been online this entire time for the most part, and it wasn't as big of a shift for me to be able to do this, right? So um, I think especially during this time now that all of these businesses that they have the ability to, but it's something that they've never done before, has been kind of tough for them to kind of transition. And obviously, we've all had to transition very, very quickly to do that too. So, um, but even like networking is pivoting to online. Online during this time and I've had virtual happy hours I had a virtual dinner party like it's just super super cool and it is from an efficiency standpoint those types of things are a lot more efficient to network online because then you don't have to drive like you were saying but yeah no I love that so how can you make sure you're not pivoting too much because I also see this a lot that a lot of business owners are like pivoting all the time because maybe the thing's not working. And like, I guess, how much time do you need to give yourself before you keep pivoting and moving? 
Yeah. Well, you know, when you, when you involve team in your pivots, now all of a sudden that can just create frustration because they're saying, okay, what's the next thing? You just came back from some conference and now you want to do this. And, and we haven't really nailed down how to do the other. And so you get a frustrated team whenever you are pivoting too much. So for us, we have to figure out, number one, it starts with strategy and there has to be math behind strategy. There has to be a game plan. There has to be processes created before we roll out. So uh, depending on the, I guess, how large that pivot is, um, it will gonna, it's going to take a lot more planning and preparation uh, before you just launch. So everything looks new and shiny to us business owners. And yeah. we try to chase after <laughs> the next squirrel that comes along just because we see that another company is doing it. But it goes back to the math. I mean, what, what we want to create different rev stream within our companies, but we have to know what our cash cows are. We have to know what is created the driving force of our, and for us, you know, it's vacant staging. We literally have furniture. We go into property and we're able to set that up within two hours. We can roll out three to four jobs per team per day, um, which is volume. And, you know, thank goodness we can do that now because we're saying no one's in the home, all that good stuff. We're being very protected. Um, But you have to know what that looks like. And I would say, give it several months before you just add something on to your team because that does create frustration. Yeah, for sure. So do you have, so I'm, I'm kind of that integrator, that person that takes the visionary who has the 80,000 ideas. And I'm like, hold on. Cause each of those ideas has 80,000 steps to it. Like let's scale back a little bit. So I'm that person for a lot of companies and that's what I also teach. But do you have that kind of person in your organization that kind of like holds you accountable and is like, no, this doesn't fit the big picture plan. Like, do you have somebody like that for you? You know, we've got a, an incredible team and one of our businesses that that is our association. And that's mainly where I work. And um, I'm kind of boots on the ground on that. Uh, so I am the visionary, but also the integrator. I mean, there's a great, great book, um, you know, that talks about it's it's uh, rocket fuel. And it t- it's a business book that talks about having the two. And we do have such a trustworthy team that they say, hey, let's put the brakes on this. What is our focus? What are our priorities? You know, is this a priority? one or two, or let's go ahead and readdress and assess and, yeah. and do the math on this to see if it works. So yeah, you have to have a team that you can trust, um, that, that, you know, they can be open and real with you. Yeah, for sure. No, I see that a lot of times too, is the, the vision and you have to have the visionary, right? You have to have that person with all the ideas and like wanting to innovate and do all of these things. But sometimes when they don't have that balance, that's when they're like pivoting 17,000 times teams are getting frustrated, like the whole nine yards. So I definitely, definitely agree with that. So do you have any kind of tips on like mindsets during this pivoting? Because we all know mindset is like a hundred percent of business. (laughs) So like mindset tips, I guess, as you're pivoting and making these changes and things you need to think about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mindset is one of our core value words, and we believe it's so important. It all starts there, right? It all starts in the heart, in the mind. You're going to think and feel before you do. And so if you're not thinking and feeling correctly, you're not going to do the proper things. So it does start with your daily routines, your daily habits, how you're getting up in the morning, what you're allowing into your mind. Um, If we're sitting around watching the news all the time, well, guess what? Um, That's not action. That's not action. 
activity. So even right now, you know, setting up an, a home office and literally same time you're getting up, you're getting dressed, you're taking your shower, you are going to work. And uh, you have that mindset that, you know, I just didn't have traffic this morning. (laughs) And we are literally working the same time. We're all zooming in together. And it does allow us to pivot to the same uh, production, um, the same outputs, but even more efficiently. So you have it all starts with what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're doing. And if it's kind of garbage, if you're not, it's not the right mindset, you've got to ask yourself, is this coming from inside or is this external? Who I'm allowing to speak into? to me. Um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of um, ministry related and we know that we have to get the good stuff in, the leadership in. There's so many podcasts, um, so many YouTube, you know, uh, channels. There's so many events to go to, books, Audible, all of those things you're pouring into you um, so that especially as a leader or a business owner, you are being able to deposit that into your team. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I actually just did a couple episodes. We'll drop, we'll drop the links in the show notes below, but like setting up your virtual workspace, making sure that you have a designated area in your house, making sure you're still getting up and showering and getting fully ready. Like you were going out to do meetings, right? Because I can tell a hundred percent when I do that versus when I don't, my productivity is completely different. So yeah, it all starts with mindset for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, So how do you've touched on systems and processes quite a few times. Like, do you have specific cases that those systems and processes really come in handy? And I guess how large is your team and how many people are you managing within that team? Yeah. So we have 10 employees in one of our companies, our model, my home uh, staging business and that are employees. And then we have five different contractors that we will call in whenever uh, things get rocking and rolling and and extra busy. And so, yes, you have to have, we have um, five different leaders and they are they are leaders over departments which you know as a business owner we believe in phase one phase two phase three phase one is you do everything as a business owner phase two you're training a team up you're kind of stepping back into out of production um uh, you know out in the field but now all of a sudden you're managing and then phase three the business runs without you so as your team grows you're going to see leadership pop up and you're going to be able to invest in them and they're investing into their team. So processes and systems have to be in play. And then once you build your leadership, um, they're building the processes, uh, they're building, you know, inspecting what they expect. And then you as a business owner are involved in some key meetings, but you're not running the meetings. You're like, literally, that's where I am today. Like (laughs) sitting back, they're telling me what's going on. And I will, I'm almost an advisor um, to them. I'll step in when I need to step in. But our team, has built, has grown so much. And that's one reason we are still in business today um, is because we have these levels of leadership and levels of accountability where they have to follow detailed checklists, whether it's on the Trello board, they're videoing, they're training. So they don't have to retrain people over and over again. There's just a lot of processes there. It has to run like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I I tell people that all the time. Like you can hustle your way to a six figure business very easily, but it's extremely hard to scale it and start bringing on team members and scale it to multiple different locations and things like that. It's almost impossible without systems or you're going to be working in that all the time and you're never going to get to that phase three that you kind of just touched on. So do you have any kind of like favorite productivity hacks or like things like that to keep yourself um, organized and, and getting stuff done throughout the day? Well, you know, 
know, I could show you uh, that I actually don't have an energy drink right now, but definitely like I've got to pour in energy in the yeah, mornings sure. to get me going because, you know, our our team, another thing is we do a, a morning alignment meeting at 8.15 every single morning. So uh, whether we have team in the field, in the office, we are all huddled around virtually um, or in person. And we start off with a, a, a core value word. Um, each person has a, a day of the week. Some of our leaders do. And uh, they just input and they deposit and we talk about good news. So when we start the morning that way in that huddle and then we break from there, you know, it only takes about 15 minutes. Um, we are so on purpose. So I believe that not only are you getting yourself and your mindset right in the mornings and doing all you can, but get together with some key people that you are in alignment with and then you keep each other accountable. I also have another uh, great person that um, we we send our top five list uh, to every single uh, Sunday evening for the week. Like, what are our bigs? What are our big wins that we want to accomplish um, that are going to take a lot of time to do? And that just helps keep. So accountability partnerships are huge um, with as business owners. And then you've got to get your team start out right and get that right mindset and in the mornings. And you guys will be amazed what you accomplish. Yeah, it is. It all comes back to that mindset, right? That's that's kind of the the starting factor for getting stuff done and actually being productive. So um, awesome. Is there anything else you want to cover or share and talk about kind of with the pivoting for passion and profit? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw both of those in there in the title. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. Well, I'm I'm a big believer in action, but we can't we like plan, do, measure, and improve. So you have to plan it. We can't only be a planner. We have to actually yeah. take action. So we do, and then we have to measure the those results and then we improve those results. So when you have that stream, it's almost like a, a full circle, you know, yeah. of, um, and, and that is huge. And you get your team to do that. You get your leaders to do that. We're going to plan. We're going to do, we're going to measure, we're going to improve. And that's everything. That, I love that. I mean, that shell is the formula for success. Yeah. And you can't get stuck in any of those stages. Like you have to keep going because I sometimes find myself because I'm the planner and I'm like, oh, I want to plan out all the details and all the things like I can get stuck in that for too long and not start moving forward and doing, which then gets you stuck completely. Right. So yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So where can people find you? Do you have any resources you want to share? I know you do podcasts and speaking and some of those other different things. Where's the best place for people to hang out? Yeah, just go to our myhsra.com page. And we do have some free resources there for any business owner, whether even if you are in real estate or you're in home staging design, um, those those resources are great for any leader. Um, so myhsra.com, we're the Home Staging and Redesign Association. And then locally, if you're ever in Dallas, come by and see us at Model My Home. We would love uh, to meet you. Yeah, for sure. When, you know, when we're allowed to leave our homes again. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Dana, so much for coming out. Everybody go check her out and uh, check out those resources she mentioned. But yeah, thanks so much for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you. For sure. Also, if you guys are looking to stop letting things slip through the cracks in your business and work on your business instead of in your business all the time, go check out our four-part framework masterclass. The link's in the show notes along with Jana's bio and all of her information. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.